Hello and welcome to the Slow Down and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stark, and this podcast is all about how we can move at a more natural, less busy pace so we can have beautiful, calm and abundant lives. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode. I'm very excited. It's the new year. We've made it to 2023. I hope you all had really lovely ends of the year, beautiful Christmas, an exciting new year, whatever that means to you. I love the energy of a new year. So that's why I'm excited to do this podcast. It's mostly going to be about New Year's, I guess, intentions and things that we can look at and probably quite a few exercises. So maybe listen to this episode again with some notes if you're one of those people that listens to podcasts while you're out and about and doing things, or maybe just picking one that resonates with you and focusing on that one. Because yeah, I would like to go through a few um, that have worked for me over the years or ones that I'm currently doing. And I don't know why the new year has such great energy for me personally. I mean, really, it's just another day, right? Just another week. But for some reason, it really feels like the end of a chapter, i.e. 2022, and the beginning of something new and something fresh. Like something about it just feels, the energy feels lighter. I feel like more excitement comes in. Maybe that's also to do with being here in Australia where it's summer. So we're still in that social, active, being out and about, lots of sun, well, depending on where you are, sometimes there's lots of rain, and just that maybe contributes to that New Year energy. I'd be curious, I've never lived overseas at this time where it's winter, so yeah, if you're overseas and listening, feel free to let me know if you still get that New Year energy. So I I just love to look back at the year and take some time to reflect, that might just be through thinking, or uh, maybe journaling is a good sort of practice to kind of put it down you know, on the page. I personally haven't done this yet, but just off the top of my head, you know, if I think about last year, I actually had a really great year. Like I feel, yeah, I just feel very fortunate and lucky. And I'm always feeling so grateful for the incredible life that I have. And yeah, there was definitely some, you know, big challenges. And first up the year, we went through floods here in the Northern Rivers. That was just like, yeah, really full on to go through. It felt very apocalyptic. You know, we had no internet and no access to food. And and I was I was very lucky that I wasn't, my house wasn't flooded. But um, just going through it with the area was pretty full on. And, and it was around the same time I was also working through selling uh, the wheat bags business. And so that, you know, had its ups and downs. And then it was very exciting when that went through. And then I, it was quite a challenging time going back to Melbourne and packing up my retail shop there. That took, you know, a lot of energy and craziness for the three weeks that I was sort of, you know, it's like kind of moving house, but you had to get rid of everything. <laughs> you couldn't take anything with you. Oh, and then I've just had, I had a beautiful five, six months off. Once I helped the new owners sort of take over the business, I had, uh, yeah, just a beautiful unwinding. And I used that time to really, I guess, appreciate my business journey up until that point and then also allow a lot of healing to happen because there was definitely challenging moments and and there was, I guess, a, a bit of business trauma in there that over that five-month break really kind of I felt leaving my body and I really wanted to honour that death cycle, that winter period, which also happened to coincide to actual physical winter, which was awesome. And then 
the spring sort of started to come out once I felt rested and felt like I was ready to move on and decided to do this podcast. And here we are, you know, I think this is episode nine or 10, which is very exciting and um, loving it. So that's kind of where I sort of start to look at and go, oh, you know, what are the things I enjoyed? What are the things that were challenging? And you don't necessarily need to do anything with that, but I think that's a great place to kind of start looking at what you want to do for this year. So I guess where I'd start with looking at 2023 is maybe sitting what I would consider into the more feminine energy of just letting your dreams and desires and your heart kind of wander through the year and and imagining what you would really love to happen. And don't worry about the logic of it or the how, you know, really sit in that desire space. Like, what do I really desire? What do I, what I, what would just in a magical fantasy land, even you could go really that far. You could be like, you know, if I could have anything, what would, what would I desire? What would I want to happen? And really let yourself go crazy here, you know? So you might want to write these down or you might want to do a meditation, just let your, your mind wander and You know, it's not about that this is like the realistic things that will happen, but it's nice to kind of push that edge and then, you know, you never know. You never know what will happen. And then I guess the more masculine side of that that I like to bring in is then kind of putting a bit of a container in it and adding a little bit of structure, which is also really a great thing to do. Personally, I find grounding that more like wild vision down into actual sort of manageable or action steps is a great thing. So what that might look like is for you doing a vision board. You know, I know it's cliche, but I'm not against a good vision board, especially if you are a visual person, to actually like put some of those desires into some sort of visual form, whether that's, you know, with computer images onto a nice page or collecting, doing the whole magazine thing. That just helps ground in visually and gives you something to anchor in that vision with. If you want to get even more structured, what I find really useful is a bit of a writing practice and a journal practice around looking at the different areas of your life. And these are just examples, you know, feel free to change these or use whatever comes to mind. So you could do work and career, which could also include money, or you might like to include make money its own little category. And then things like relationships, health, which could also be like health, body, fitness, uh, home. For me, it would be self-development, spirituality. So looking at those areas and being like, okay, honestly, like really, truly, honestly, where am I at with these areas? And kind of maybe write down where you're going well and where things have maybe fallen down over the last year and really being honest and being like, yeah, my health has kind of gone downhill because I wasn't eating correctly or I stopped exercising or whatever it might be. And then looking at what are my intentions for this particular area? So you don't at first have to get too much into the, what do I need to take in terms of action steps? But You might not know those at that time, you know, like say, for example, it's a relationship and you're like, yeah, I have this really desire. I'm single at the moment. I have a desire to really 
have an amazing partner who makes me feel like this and and these are the things that we do together and so that's the more desires part right and so you might not have the action steps you know oh I'm going to go out and I'm going to make this date happen and I'm going to be here when this person is there and you know sometimes that's you have to kind of let that up to the universe a little bit. So it's good to, in those those times, have an intention. Like, yeah, it is my intention to be available for love. It is my intention to keep working on myself to make sure that, you know, I'm in a space where I love myself and I'm ready to meet someone or whatever, you know, your intentions are. And sometimes maybe there is action steps in there, like I'm going to get a relationship coach or I'm going to work on some blocks that I'm finding or I'm going to learn about attachment theory you know, whatever it is. So I think for me, like if I take the example of health, there's definitely action steps I know I can take in there because I tend to be a little bit too flowy at the moment with my food and I'm not planning ahead. So that's one place where I actually do like to get quite structured and plan what meals I want and then actually go to the shops and do a big shop for like, you know, maybe a week's worth of meals because (laughs) – at the moment, I like get to 5 p.m. And I'm like, ah, damn it, what am I having for dinner? And then, you know, I'm not inspired or I'm not hungry at that time and it's a bit hard to think and then I end up just eating out a lot. So that's also probably a money one for me. It's like I know that by being organized and planning ahead and doing a big shop that, A, I feel better because I have food in the fridge and I'm I'm not having to scrounge for food, you know, like half an hour after I've decided I'm hungry. Um, So it makes me feel more supported and also it saves a lot of money. So that's one that I know that I have direct action steps to take. And also you might like to look at if it is something that you know you should be doing and you haven't been doing it for a while, like that is one for me that I know I should be doing is planning food and I just haven't. And it's probably been a couple of months of like procrastinating on that one. So it's also a good practice to like look at what that procrastination is. So for me, I would like really probably take some time and journal and look at the the resistance. Like there's some sort of resistance. It's like why it's not a hard thing to do, Kim, you know, it's not hard. Just plan, go shop. And so I'm like, why is that? not happened. So it's a good idea to look at resistance, plan those action steps, when you're going to take them. And if it's something really clear, like sit down and plan your meals, it's like, okay, well, when am I going to do that? So that's a very structured way of looking at those different areas. How's your work going? What sort of goals do you have for your career this year? And getting in really clear and And even if you don't look at this again the whole year, there's just something about thinking about it, taking the time, writing it down, getting clear, really just sends that out into the universe. If you want to get airy-fairy about it or woo-woo, it's like it just has power behind it and getting focused and clear. And maybe it takes you an hour, you know, just an hour to do that. So I think that's a really awesome exercise. So that's one of them that I really love. So another one is one that I actually got from my mentor, Jess Lively, and I haven't done this one yet, but this one's on my list, but I know that she finds it really successful. And when I heard it, I was like, Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. So it is writing a letter to yourself from your future self. So from your, you know, December, 2023 self, writing it to you now, and they're going to tell you about all the incredible things that happened to you this year. And I really like this because, again, allow yourself to just 
be a bit crazy with it. Don't try to be too practical because at the end of the day, look, none of us can predict the future. (laughs) Who knows what this year is going to bring? I remember 2020 at the beginning of that year, I was like, yes, this is my year for travel. I'm so excited. I have all the things ready to go, like all the things in place, which means I can travel like so much this year. And obviously COVID happened and that all went out the window. So not saying anything massive like that will happen again, hopefully not. But, you know, we have to be prepared that we have no idea what's going to happen. So you may as well just get creative and kind of write this letter from a place of, well, what the hell? Let's just say, you know, I did this this year and oh my God, this happened and this credible opportunity came and I met this person and I traveled here and, you know, oh, whatever it might be, I bought a house. Um, it's, you know, endless what you could say. So that's a really great way of just, again, anchoring those things, setting those intentions and doing it a bit of a fun, creative way writing a letter and then keep it, keep it so that you can look back on it either at the end of the year or maybe when you're doing your New Year's intention setting for 2024, you can read that letter and go, huh, oh, okay. Well, you know, not everything came true, but maybe there was quite a bit or even some that did. And that's a really cool thing to reflect on. That's a really fun one. Another one is doing a visualization exploration. So this is a good one if you prefer visualization and meditation over writing and more logical kind of thinking. So two different ways you could do this. You could just sit down and just let your imagination go and just picture and imagine the different things that might happen this year and really go through them in whatever sort of level of detail, the more detailed, the better, and really create that and and also allow your imagination to show you what's going to happen. You're like, oh, I didn't think of that. But then I just suddenly was thinking about me being in the Maldives on a beautiful beach. Oops, okay, I'm going to add that to the little wish list. The other way to do this, uh, which I find quite useful, is to get into a meditative state. So, you know, sit down, calm your body down, Focus on your breath, take some two or three big clearing breaths and then imagine yourself floating up into the cosmos and you're floating out amongst the stars and you're having some fun out there and then picture a door in front of you and you can take note of, you know, does the door have a color? What does it look like? That's just some fun little things for you. It doesn't really matter what it looks like. And then what you're going to do is step through the door and show yourself your life in six months' time. So when you step through the door, just see what you see, feel what you feel, sort of walk around, explore. You might be in one particular place or it might show you lots of different places. And then ask yourself of that time. So say July 2023 self to come and have a chat with you. So, you know, you might sit down at the table or you're sitting on a, in a beautiful meadow having a chat. And just ask them, hey, you know, what's what's life like? What's happening? What's going on? And you'd be surprised. You'll be really surprised. If you're a good visualization, imagination person, you'd be surprised what happens and what you see. And it can be very inspiring and very exciting. And then I like to then come out, you know, take your time. I then like to come out, close the door, still hanging out in the cosmos. And then I open the door again, but this time it's to December 2023. So a whole year. And same thing, what do you see? 
What are you feeling? What are you excited about? What gets shown to you? And then ask your future self of December 2023 to come and have a chat with you and yeah, ask them questions about what's happening, what cool things happen, what do you want me to do next? Again, don't underestimate the simplicity of this one. There's some powerful stuff that comes through. So then when you're finished, just come out, close the door, come back down into your body, take some breaths, and then write down what you discovered. And I would love to hear what you discovered. I really, I've done this exercise with groups of people and so fun hearing everyone's discoveries. It's a really kind of magical little visualization. So yeah, I'd love to hear what came up for you if and when you try it. All right. I'll leave it there. I don't want to overload you with too many things. So that's a few little suggestions from me. And if you've got any others that you really love and want to share, I'd be so happy to hear them and add them to my little toolbox. And if you do try any of them, please let me know. I just find this stuff really fun. And yeah, just another reminder, like this is a really great time of the year to evaluate things. So even if it just is an hour, I really recommend sitting down, light a candle and do any of those exercises. I just think the payoff is worth it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I hope you did enjoy that episode. As always, such a pleasure having you here with me. I'm really excited about all the episodes coming out and some of the interviews I know that we've already got coming out. Can't wait for you to hear them. All right. I'll catch you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And join me over on Instagram at Slow Down and Thrive for more daily tips and messages.